Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, one hour down, two hours to go of Lori and Julia. So let's get this four o'clock hour started, shall we? Let's do it. Let's do it. We're having a conversation about dents in people's foreheads. Brandy yeah. Glanville has some dents between her eyes, just like Deborah Messing. Yeah, but this is this is not like Deborah Messing because this these are new dents that we saw. It almost looked like sores or something were healing when she first came. Oh, I we see saw him. The ultimate girl. Oh my gosh, yeah, she's I, having. Yeah, yeah. maybe she had a cyst. I don't know what happened. Maybe there was a sun cancer and they dug something out. Yeah. It's quite noticeable. Right. And it's newer. Lori, you're you're right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So, Julia, you know how I've talked about how Prince Williams, you know, had the rumored affair. Prince every, William. Prince William. And everyone knew that Prince William was banging Rose of Chumley. And this was like two and a half years ago. And it was right uh, after that. After And it was talked about. It was written about in the Daily Mail and... The Independent, some other thing. And then the next thing you know, we were getting all these juicy stories about Megan. And she made uh, Kate, Duchess of Tights, cry at the wedding because the Duchess of Tights said all the little flower girls. There was all this, like, decoy gossip. It felt like William was laying out Harry and Megan so that they would not report anymore about this, his affair that he's having with Lady, the, the Chumley. Lady Chumley, Rose of Hanbury. And uh, her husband is the one who literally carries the crown, right? You know, in before the queen, and he's like her number one horse guy, whatever yep. his job is. And apparently, everybody knows in London that that, that this affair is going on yes. with Prince William and yes, the he, Rose Garden. He helicopters uh, in, you know, two three times a week to check the the gardens. Sure, okay. How are the petals? So the 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 uh, alleged affair was hot news again last night, as yesterday on Dumois, which I don't know that you like to read that much. I don't read that. You don't read it. It's on Instagram. Yeah, it's I, a blind, anonymous kind work. of a. It's it's unverified story. So everything you read is with a grain of salt. But yet there's been a lot of news that Dumois has broken yes. because one of the things that being an anonymous source spot is that people no one feel, can sue you that's right no one can sue you that's right so yesterday and, mm-hmm. on dumois this is an anonymous submission um and it said this it, and i mean it this was trending um uh for good 24 hours and it's hashtag it's still trending now prince of pegging Prince William, mm-hmm. Duchess of Tights, and then back to Prince of Pegging. And so the the, the thing, here's what it said. At a recent uh, media uh, party, I heard some very scurrilous gossip about Prince William and Rose of Hanbury. Literally everybody knows about this affair. 
Uh, but I was told the real reason for the affair was that this royal's love for pegging, which the wife is too old-fashioned, engaged in. You will have to Google that yourself, people. I and, remember telling Julia one time live on the air what pegging was, no, and you, you told never me recovered. When we were driving back from um, Santa Monica oh, to we LA, in the car? we were in the car, and the Playboy channel was on oh, in our right. car or something that's right. and they were talk the two girls were talking about pegging and I'm like I have no idea what's going on here and you told me I almost drove off the road. That's right. Which is it's a fine thing. I just didn't know the name. Yes. Because it, it sounds kind of like a Captain Hook name or something, you know, old Peggy Leg or something. Ah yeah yeah. Right. And listen, <laughs> she's not this this anonymous thing isn't naming William. They're just they're saying among the uh English Aristo said it's an open secret about this British royal's extramarital affair. And the real reason for the affair is the royal's love of pegging, which the wife is too old-fashioned to engage in. The wife doesn't mind the affair partner. In fact, prefers her husband getting his sexual needs fulfilled elsewhere as long as they don't become emotional. And um, which was the case with the last woman, which... Apparently it was for Rose of Ham. So anyway, right, I'm looking her up. The Rose of Rose Chum- of Ham, or yeah, yeah Chumley, and it's spelled C H O M O N D E L E Y. Very skinny and almost homely, Laurie. I know. And there, listen, you know, she needs a well. I suppose I don't have any. You know, I don't want to do any pegging shame, but I don't like that. Me that William, if it is him. Through the media hate to his brother and sister-in-law so that his affair would be kept out of the press. That's the part that I, I don't like. And listen, Tom Bauer in his new book about the Cambridges and Sussexes, I mean, there's just as much substance in this story as his. So I think Prince William and his new PR person that he just hired because William wants to expand his name. and A global name. Global name. Mission accomplished, but for all the wrong reasons, because this is just uh, I, I, I certainly hope no one is going to mention this to Queen Elizabeth. Uh, Prince William, Prince Philip, um, not Prince Philip, Prince Charles. Sir, we have a situation we need to talk. How do you even? They're not going to say anything about this. How whatsoever. do you even go home after this is trending on Twitter? You know that you're the prince of pegging. Uh, yeah. Somehow it'll be Harry's fault. Well, it it uh, really it so it's an open secret that they are having an affair. Yes, and and, then, that, that, and now that we have this detail, who would provide that detail to the media? Well, because apparently it was a well known thing in college years that that was something William was fan that he liked that. Okay, you know that that was sexual. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Google play that it. He liked and That's Google right. it on a. On a safe computer, maybe not at work. I mean, it's not that it's bad. Not that big, it's, it's not that big of a deal at all. I mean, it's just another little activity. That's right, Julia. I love In the bedroom. That. But, but could not be little. Might be bigger. Remember, as Charles told, this could be an epic if they if this were ever included in the crown, which it's not going to be. Lori, um, Lori, Lori. <laughs> <laughs> but remember, remember uh, Prince Charles telling Diana, all the princes of Wales have always affairs. have mistresses. Yes. yes. That's just something you just have to get, get used, used to. It. Just, this is a prince lifestyle. This is a king. Mm-hmm. This has been going on since the beginning of time. I mean. We have you and we have many others. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I don't know. Okay. So I just. Um, I just. And I thought, okay, is this the shocking photo of Prince Andrew that somehow the BBC, but they called it an extramarital affair in this anonymous. So 
Andrew, Prince Andrew isn't married to anybody, so how could it be extramarital? Right. Because I thought, oh, Andrew, you know, he's, you know, maybe it's him. It, and it isn't him. Well, they it, said it's this uh, British royal's extramarital affair. That's the key. Extramarital right. in that little blind. So anyway, Dumas got a lot of um, attention. There's some yesterday. hysterical t- very. tweets on Twitter about Prince of Pegging hashtag mm-hmm. that are going around that I thought... These are funny. And, you know, the guy from Slab Bitchy said that, you know, we know, everyone knows about this open secret like you're talking about. But, but they if can't I write about it. If I ever printed this, I'd get sued. That's right. And he didn't say it that openly because he said it in more mumble jumble. So he couldn't get sued to say that. That's right. It's no one's writing about it, except, you know, like people have just written that it's that this is out there. But, right. But no one is speculating about and it. and Josh is being very quiet right now. Yeah. We, <laughs> I'm listening. Now. It's Josh's first day working with us because Grant's on vacation for a few days. So and, yeah, you're really getting just, a lot of good stuff. And I'm in just here. watching your face, Josh. You're like, do I? Don't I yeah, know? No. I'm just gonna sit I'm just back, listening to the pegging mm-hmm. story. I'm, that's I'm all. I'm gonna let it go Sir? and just go back to the ship and think of an ahoy mate. Yeah, ahoy mate. Oh boy, I just don't want Queen Elizabeth knowing anything. She isn't about gonna this. know any of this. We're gonna take it, but. Charles might have to know about it. Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll take a quick break and be right back. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's okay, all it is. Okay, that's all it is. It's just random. Okay, so there's a new study, Lori, and I think everybody is always trying to figure out how do we keep our brain fresh? What do we do? What are we going to... You know, no one wants dementia or Alzheimer's. I'm nope. just going to say that's a common theme that everybody feels about. And if you have anyone in your family with that, you really want to try to figure out how you can avoid it because it's really painful can you to avoid watch. It? I don't think you can. Here's a new study that's out. Right. It's going to give you some lifestyle tips of ways to avoid it. It's one of the biggest studies that they've ever done. And it was over a seven year period with over a half a million people in the UK. And Dementia. So they asked these people seven years ago, this group of people, you know, what's your exercise? What's, you know, do you walk? Do you do this? Um, What do you like to do around the home? Blah, blah, blah. And then they studied these people over seven years. And based on their lifestyles, they were able to come up with some trends that would greatly improve your chances of keeping dementia at bay. Okay. Okay. So what they figured out is that the biggest thing way to keep dementia at bay is some sort of exercise brisk walks or bike rides they can lower some sort of intense kind of brief um exercise can reduce your risk of dementia by 35 percent. that's a big number and they were really kind of surprised and they said exercise is one of the big ones but another one is household chores so doing gardening Doing the dishes, doing vacuuming and cleaning and having regular things that you do around the house that kind of include a little bit of exercise because when you're doing the dishes and doing all that, um, it's another thing. And then finally, the other thing was being social. You you know, because people tend to isolate the older they get if you're living kind of a single lifestyle, if you don't have a partner or something, your world gets a little smaller and you don't want to go out and visit as much. These all seem like duh. Well, they do seem like that, mm-hmm. but this is what I have right now in random okay. dot. Okay. So you're going to enjoy it right now because this is intense research that I did today and I even read the whole bleeping study. So 
I thought that was good news. I mean, it's as easy as taking a brisk walk or writing, you know, doing yeah, exercise yeah. every day. This is why a, you can't be a couch potato you as you get older. You can't. Very bad for you all the way around. And then if you can't hear and you don't have a social circle. Okay. Yes. Let's talk about the hearing aids. Yeah. Right. Okay. So many of my friends talk about their parents not wearing hearing aids. Yeah. I Listen, my mom doesn't wear hers. Well, she doesn't? After no. It's, they're 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 a pain in the ass is what they are. For my mom, she has tiny little ear holes, and then things are too loud, and then there's too much ambient noise. And she got a decent pair, but they right? just don't go in very well. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I think she's uh, perfectly happy now learning how to read lips. <laughs> she, it is what you learn how to do. I mean, I don't. I she always like wearing them. And she said the movie theater. It's so loud. And she's gone in several times for lessons with her lady. I don't know if she's just being obtuse and well, she it, was because it took her so long to even get them. Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. She doesn't like them though. And I know your mom quit wearing them during COVID with the mask because they kept flipping out. Well, she kept breaking them and losing them yeah. because every time you take your mask, mask off, yeah. And yes, she so lost. I don't know. I don't know what the thing is with that with the hearing, but I know they say that that has something to do with with isolation yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff. So with cognitive decline, so, so we anyway. better keep moving. Motion is lotion. Motion. <laughs> that is motion correct. Motion is lotion, Larry. The motion in the ocean. What's that saying? It's about sex. Keep the motion yeah. in the ocean and the something and the yeah. something. I don't even know what I it is. I can't remember. I don't even know what it is. All right, moving on to when other the beds are knocking. When the beds, when the oceans are knocking, no, when the beds are rocking, don't come a knocking. Is that it? Well, that's one of them. But there's the ocean and the like, motion. You know, like a, yes. you see a van going. Yes. That was just on a TV show I watched. <laughs> that wind talkers. Dark winds. Dark winds. Yeah, dark winds. They that's just right. had a van scene where I'm like, I haven't seen like yeah. van sex with Rockin'. Shag, with Shag carpeting <laughs> in a long time. And that's Rain Wilson. That is such a great show. I think I have the saying. Okay. Maybe. Um, it's not the size of the wave. It's the motion of the ocean. ocean. There, there you go. There you go. I like that. Uh-huh. It's not the size of the wand. It's the magic in it. That's We're hearing great. from someone Who's in studio with us? Who's Mm going to be chatting with us very soon? These are very true statements, Mm -hmm. and they're all dirty. Imagine that. We've gone from pegging to oceans. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, here is uh, a cup of chopped broccoli has more vitamin C in it than a medium-sized orange. 
Yes, I think I think can it be? I think we every time we learn that we're like blown away by it, and we're like, why don't we eat more, more broccoli? broccoli? And is frozen broccoli? Does it offer you the same nutrients as a real fresh one? Because don't I'm gonna they say yes. Flash freeze it pretty quick. I'm gonna say yes. All right, mm-hmm. we're gonna take that one to the bank with us. That's right. Other things that are um, happening in the machine and other places is that. Um, Oh, gosh. About 10% of adult male robins, you know, the birds, mm-hmm. and 3% of the female deaths are caused by their fellow robins attacking them. Really? I wonder why the birds attack each other. I don't know, but you know, that's Who a name you don't hear very often, robin. someone being named Robin. I miss a robin. And a boy or girl name. We had a lot of robins back in the days. A mm-hmm. lot of joys. Brenda's. I knew someone named Gay Ann. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some Brenda. That's the name of my hair. Mm-hmm. That's the name of a high school friend of mine. I'm hoping it's <laughs> going to come to the reunion. How's that going for you? Have you gotten more people to bite? Uh, you know, I, I, Julia, I mean, I reached out to like 25 people on Sunday. How many, it's, what was your success rate, do you think? Uh, I'm not sure what my close conversion is. We've still got a week to go. I bet you do very well. Yeah, we'll see if Over I can. Over 50%? Pester. I'll, I'm going to pester some people. You hey. get... Go hey, ahead. sorry to interrupt. No. Uh, we we just had a caller uh, let us know that, and I figured this was worth mentioning on Please, there. Please, no problem. Uh, for hearing aids, recommend going to the audiologist. Don't buy like the in-store stuff just because uh, yeah, if you we, go to an audiologist, they have a lot of modifications they yeah, can no, provide with Yeah, no, this is where it. my mom okay. got hers. Gotcha. And, but thank you, caller, yeah. for telling us that, because that is a good thing, because I know people have bought them online. Like, yes. we know a family member of yes. ours who bought them online. You definitely... And are like, these don't work and they're uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, um, no, yeah. my, I, yeah, my mom has got, she's got a very nice woman who tries to help her, calls her every co- a couple months, come in and let's, let's, let's practice. practice again. Cause she knows my mom has spent all so, this money and but isn't this is using what's going to happen to you with your narrow canals. I, a good thing I've got good hearing. <laughs> yeah, I do have narrow canals. No pegging for me. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany just sent a thing to us. I'm most annoyed that the Royals can't even do their own pegging. <laughs> yeah, you think you'd have a person for that. Yeah. Well, he does. Her oh, name true. is Rose true. Chumley. True. Oh, my gosh. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. All right. Other things that are going on. Someone has come to our aid, and I don't know if I should share this with you, because we got two numbers of the Mega Malliums. Or I'm going to share this. Yeah, we did. We got 7 and 69. Yeah. And I was real happy because seven's my lucky number and 69's lucky number for everybody. Everyone. But that's all we got. But we're going to add on that, to that tomorrow. Is that, it tomorrow? It's tomorrow, yeah. you guys. I'm done. I spent 30 bucks, 20 bucks. 10. No. I, didn't Grant pay you? I told him he didn't have to. So, oh, so I that's wasted on you. $20. <laughs> okay, you're yeah, done. I'm you're not done. going for a billion. So when no. I win it, yeah, you're going to still ahead. expect a million? It. No, I'm not. I get to keep it? You keep it all. All right. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first. Yeah. All right. All right, we are delighted to have our gardening and vegetable and landscaping expert with us. Get to growing with Larry Faris here. And, you know, it's Midsummer Checkup. Is that so, what it is? Hi, Larry. A, hello, hello, hello. I know. Hi, honey. I've been sitting here on the sidelines uh, he's whispering been, and laughing. He's and... been contributing <laughs> to the randoms, which needed con- contributions from everyone today. Um, okay, so... It's midsummer time. Tell us what's happening in our vegetable gardens right now. What should we be thinking? You should start to, th- you should be thinking about fall right okay. now. Really? You, you should, well, you should start thinking about, you can still plant carrots. You can still plant beets and harvest them this year, but you need to do those pretty soon. Okay. Um, and a little tip on that is they can sometimes be hard to get to germinate, to come up 
um, because you're seeding them directly into the ground. Um, So a little tip that works really well is go to Home Depot or a garden center and buy some loose weave burlap. It's it's not the burlap you'd find like in a craft store Mm -hmm. or something like that. And uh, plant your seeds, um, water them in. Well, you don't have to water them in first. Plant the seeds, roll the burlap on top of the soil, water Water them. And then when they start growing through the burlap, when you start seeing them coming up, then remove it. The burlap keeps the soil cooler and also holds in moisture. The big thing right now is that when you plant this stuff and it's on dark black soil, it just gets too hot and they won't come up. Um, oh. It's a game changer. I actually, I learned this tip back in college, forgot really? about it, and uh, resurrected. Does it keep the bunnies away, maybe? Uh, it will but until you take the burlap right. off. As soon as you start seeing coming through the burlap, then you have to pull it okay. um, off. So you can plant, you get that planted right now, but then you want to start thinking about lettuce, uh, radish, peas, and turnips. Those you'll plant maybe towards the end of August, and you'll harvest those yet this year. So Serious? You yeah, can? Yeah, so yeah. all the things you plant in early spring that like cool weather, you can plant again in the fall. And turnips are fantastic in the fall. Um, I The turnips I harvested last fall almost into winter, I ate the last of them in March. They You're held kidding. so good in the refrigerator. Wow. So Who taught you the burlap trick? I learned that back in college, but we used it on in greenhouse production, and I forgot about it until I moved to the farm. And I thought, well, you know, this should work, and it does. It so, does. yeah. So, how but, long is how long does it take to grow a turnip? Uh, turnip probably, I would say, forty-five days. Wow. I didn't know there were two planting seasons for vegetables in the summer. Well, yeah, and you can. I mean, like beets. Well, you know, I'm. A, I will be planting my fourth time i'll be planting beets and carrots i'll plant some probably this weekend so i just keep staging things and i always have some empty space ready to go for something else so you just keep staggering you get a lot more out of a little bit of space yeah okay Um, or even if your tomatoes are getting big and you have space along them like next to them before you have the next crop growing in a row or whatever just put some turnips or beets in next to that I do love a turnip. I do too. Well, I love fresh you know, you be nice to me, girl, and you'll have turnips galore. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'll, put you, I'll put you on my turnip list for turnip this fall. Turnip and tomatoes, we're the tea girls. <laughs> All right, so prairie gardens, people are into, you know, they're replacing lawns in some situations, the, the tall grasses and things like that. Tell us a little bit about that. You know, prairie plants the last three years, four years even, even before COVID, it was becoming more popular. And during COVID, it took off and it's, just huge. And I, we just taped again yet yesterday for uh, KSTP, and I did the second uh, of what will be three segments this year on Prairie Gardens. So what you want to keep in mind is, first of all, if you're going to convert your entire front lawn, check with your city, because right. some cities have ordinances and you can't do this, or okay. they have certain rules. So check with them, and if they say you can do it, then what you want to do is, let's say you're going to plant the entire front yard. Um, maybe you have that... Uh, a sidewalk or go to the curb. What you don't want to do is plant right up to the sidewalk or right up to the curb. Keep maybe a 30 inch or 48 inch um, piece Border, of lawn, yeah. lawn or convert it to white clover or something like that. And then start your planting after that. That um, Otherwise it will take over and get weedy looking. Yeah, yeah. And the big thing about prairie gardens is they're beautiful, but they tend to look weedy. And to help keep them from looking weedy, do some homework and plant only plants that get, say, 48 inches tall. So if they stay shorter, it doesn't look as weedy. And if it's 48 inches tall, you can see over it. So the, there's this visual that mm. keeps it from looking less weedy. And then what you want to do is plant in groups, just like we do in traditional landscaping. So let's say you're going to plant cone flowers. Well, don't plant one here, one there. Plant a group of them 
um, in one area. Um, maybe you'll have a second group somewhere else. But plant like things together and then plant shorter grasses amongst them. Um, if you go into a true native prairie, the density of planting is amazing. I mean, a square foot, you can have three plants mm-hmm. growing. Um, so you want to plant a lot denser. And the denser you plant, the fewer weeds you're going to have. Oh, I love that. I love I love how that looks. Do you do consulting for people if someone wanted to hire you to design that I, garden? I do consulting, but I do retail consulting. You do retail consulting. I, so if I wanted to have a retail garden out in front of my house. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, every now and then I'd, I'd I'll, do some, I'll, I'll do some landscaping advising for friends and stuff. Yeah. Um, but no, my, yeah. my, my day job is... Retail consulting, but yeah. my background is in horticulture. Yeah, yes, yeah. from growing up on the farm. All right, tell us this about because I everybody's lawns are looking just you know parched. We've got we're back yeah. in drought conditions. Is there anything? Uh, are, are we supposed to be reseeding or doing anything like that? You or want forget it? You want no? You you can reseed, but wait until after Labor Day. Okay. We need the night temperatures to start cooling down, day temperatures to cool down, and actually the couple weeks um, after Labor Day is the best time of the year to put down new lawn because the ground is warm mm-hmm. and air temperatures are cooling. In the spring, we've got the total opposite. We've got cold soil, soil yes. warm okay. air. So if you seed like right after Labor Day, keep it watered, it will come up in days. And I strongly recommend uh, like clover lawns now or overseeding with clover, um, white clover. It's beneficial to the bees. It's more drought tolerant. Um, it so it stays green, even the driest conditions. So you conditions. get clover seed. Yes, you White get clover, clover seed. seed, which I've had people tell me they can't find it in garden centers. And um, I've I've always bought it from a, uh, online from a company called OutsidePride.com. Mm-hmm. So if you go to OutsidePride.com, they have a number of clovers and they have a mini clover, which is really nice because it stays shorter than regular clover. In fact, on the farm, wherever I'm seeding anything... Um, right now, if I have to seed lawns or if I've done repair work, I'm putting down clover and um, the honeybees, which I have, just love that stuff. It's a pollinator magnet. So. Yeah. Oh, I love that. But I know if I see, if I tell Casey you're going to plant some grass seed, clover grass seed after Labor Day, he's going to say, I don't want to be planting a bunch of, I think right. clover has a bad name. And But it's becoming more and more popular. Okay. The only thing you have to keep in mind is if you plant clover don't be going and spraying for dandelions and weeds because you'll kill the clover too okay. so um but it fills in it's it stays thick it's drought tolerant even in the driest conditions it's still green okay. so clover lawns are becoming more and more popular okay they're not it's not a bad name necessarily no. anymore. okay okay no. we have time for one more what about bringing the outdoors in if you're cutting flowers from your garden and you're bringing them indoors how does that all work out so yeah uh, cut flower gardens huge huge in popularity so if you want to go cut flowers from your yard bring them indoors go out and do it in the morning early when it's cool um so you want to do it when it's cool outside um that's when they're the most hydrated bring a bucket or something with you put them immediately in water and then you can find you can find this online and i think amazon probably sells it it's called quick dip 100 and you put it in a little bitty bowl or a little container um you, you don't have to put that much in there don't dip the stems into the bottle because you could contaminate it. But you soak the stems in quick dip for just a couple seconds, and then you just put them in your uh, vase. Make sure your vase is clean. Um, change the water every single day, and use those Floral Life packets, those little yeah, packets yeah, yeah. of floral preservative. Um, that will extend the life of your flowers um, 
You change the water every day if you get a bouquet? In, um, you know what? If you're buying flowers from a florist, you can right. do it every few days. But if you're using garden cut okay. flowers, you need to change it more frequently because they can be a little bit dirtier. And if you're going to pick hydrangeas from your yard, mm-hmm. they tend to wilt really fast. They do. Go to the grocery store, go to the spice aisle, and buy a little container of alum. A-L-U-M. It's a pickling spice. Yes. Dump a little bit in a bowl or something, just a little bit. Dip the ends of your hydrangeas in alum. Take as many leaves off the hydrangeas as possible so the plant doesn't have to keep them looking good. Dip the stem in the alum. Put it in your fresh water with floral preservative, and that will make your hydrangeas last so long. You're kidding. That wow. is such a great tip. Yep. So go to the spice aisle. Because I never okay. like cutting the hydrangeas because it's like they, they are they, gone in, yep. in you, two days. Yeah. Yeah. You can also trim a little bit of the bark off the bottom, but the alum makes a huge difference. Okay. Yeah. And if you ever get a flower arrangement from a florist with hydrangeas and they wilt, pull the hydrangeas out, make a fresh cut, dip it in alum, put them back in. They'll pop back up in no time. Oh, I no. love that. Oh, no. This is Larry. all good stuff. And get to growing with Larry Farr. We can follow you on Instagram. Hashtag get growing MN. We love having you here. Thank you for all this good advice. And we will see you at the state see you at fair. The fair. We are next. Oh, time. I can't. Are you, oh, you going to bring turnips and tomatoes? No, they we won't can't be take ready. them home. No, no, they won't be ready. <laughs> Remember um, when you showed? Oh, Larry. No, you brought us garlic last year from your garden. Yeah, I you did. Bring your garlic. Yeah, you brought oh, yeah. us some garlic and honey. And honey. Mm-hmm. And honey. Oh, I, will, I will see you on the last Friday of the state fair to help right. take it home. We love it. <laughs> we need we, it. We need it. <laughs> Plan on staying. <laughs> Okay, we're going to be right back. Thanks, Larry. Um, with Hollywood Speak. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood Speaking! What is the meaning of this? What is the meaning of this, Julia? What? Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow. So, she was on. Um, Haley Bieber has a podcast because who doesn't have a hot a podcast, Julia? <laughs> really? Yeah. It's called Who's in My Bathroom? Shades of our powder room, powder, the powder room, our first idea for yep. a TV show. Our very first idea, yep. So Gwyneth Pelter was the guest, and um, uh, anyway, she uh, was talking uh, to Haley, and here's what she said. This was on the show yesterday. As the child of someone, you get access other people don't have. So the playing field is not level that way. However... I do feel that once your foot is in the door, which you unfairly got in, then you almost have to work twice as hard and be twice as good. Who said that? Haley Bear or Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow? And Gwyneth Paltrow, who's talking, I mean, she was born with her foot in the door. Right. Let's not make any mistake. Uh, the Both princess of her parents of, were in theater and TV and everything. Yeah. You can always count on Goop to stay stupid crap. But wait a minute. So she's, she's just such saying, an out of touch rich lady. She is she delusional. She has to work she had to work harder, harder. than anybody else once she got in. Yes. Oh, when her foot was born, she was in the door. Darlene, your foot was born in the door and I think the flames from your coochie candle are going to your head. And Haley said to her, I really needed to hear this today. Wh- what I, did she hear? I what, just say you have to I work get twice as hard that if nepotism babies have to work twice as hard as to people who don't have any any, I mean, that is the princess of privilege right there. I would agree. I, I It seems so goofy to I mean, say her that. her early career was built on the fact that her mom was Blythe Danner. And her dad. Was Bruce Paltrow. Mm-hmm. And Steven Spielberg was her godfather. You don't do better. That's yeah. hard to, that's hard to compete with, Lori. I know, but you have to work twice as hard. She, she's just delusional, Gwyneth Paltrow. She, 
She really is. And she thought she'd make a funny joke with Haley and said, um, you know, I bleeped your dad in the bathroom and the, did the did the motion. And poor Haley Bieber was just like, didn't know if she was joking or not. Didn't her dad like find Jesus a long time ago yeah. mm-hmm. and stuff? And mm-hmm. I think that's rude to say to a daughter, by the way, I screwed your dad. Yeah. It, it wasn't it, true, she told her, but she used, the, you know. So it wasn't true? No, no. But So she was just teasing her, by the way, I screwed, I, I yeah, doinked your dad? But used the F word. That's what I said. Her coochie candles have gone to her head. She's so out of touch. She's an out of touch, delusional rich lady. And does Haley Bieber do a podcast every two weeks? Once a week. Who's yeah. in my bathroom? Yeah. It, it's like the once a week comedy shows on TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good luck. And then Gwyneth Paltrow on Monday had um, posted some photos from her new home. And she wrote... From her when, new home? Well, when building our dream home, we spend a lot of time thinking about how we wanted to live and what special things were most <laughs> important to us. And Chelsea Handler commented, and what will be most comfortable for swinging? Whoa. Are, Are they swingers? swingers? Yeah, Jinx. Are they swingers? I could see Gwyneth being very smug about it and never telling anybody. But uh, but I, I oh, mm-hmm. Brandy Glanville confirmed her threesome. She likes a threesome last night, and she was trying to talk on what watch what happens live. Um, the the woman from um Dubai. We've this about Grand Brandy. No, I know Glanville. we are, yeah, but the Carolyn. woman Carolyn from Dubai who just got married. She's trying to. Carolyn's like, nope, I'm not in for it. And Glanny's like, well, you can have rules, and you don't have to worry. And, Car- and Caroline's like, stop. Mm-hmm. Stop. I don't want to know about this. Yeah. Well, she just said, I'm not good at sharing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think Chelsea and Gwyneth are in the same friend group, but still, I like that shady comment. Mm-hmm. Um, so, thank but you, I, Goob, for but, we can always count on you to say stupid crap. Yeah, she really can. She really does. can. Uh, Hilaria Baldwin, another Baldwin in the news. Hilaria, wife of Alec Baldwin. Who's hilarious? Hilaria. She posted a black and white photo of herself, kind of with her resting on Alec Baldwin's lap or something. And she writes, um, you know, to enter your world and become your person has been both a joy and an eye-opening experience. (laughs) (laughs) It's been fun. And then I realize you have that other side. The darker part is seeing behind the curtain at how some of this business can function and the blows and sacrifices that someone in the public eye takes for speaking up for what they believe and help for helping others. Why would she write that? She's clueless. He shot and accidentally <laughs> killed somebody on the set of Rust, okay? No one is seeking to destroy Alec Baldwin except himself. Alec Baldwin. Mm-hmm. And you, Hilaria. Yeah. So bla- enemies of these emissions seek to destroy you in order to deli- de-legitima- le- delegitimize your voice and purpose. These are dark moments. Um. It leads us to moment, blah, 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 blah. And she thanks Alec for the load he's carrying and using the privileged place of your public voice for good. I mean, honestly, she and Gwyneth should sit and have a conversation. Neither of them will listen to the other. They'll just spew drivel. That's ridiculous. That is, it, it just, there's no there's, enemy seeking to no, destroy but, but Alec. I, but he I also, does it to himself. I don't understand often. why they don't read the room. I don't understand the need. How does she have? To, she has seven children. Yeah. How do you have time to write that drivel? Exactly. I. 
There are no enemies seeking to destroy Alec Baldwin, okay? Yes, there might be a prosecutor, and your product, his production company is getting sued every which way. As, as they should. As they Someone should. died. Because of Lucy Goosey. Ne- negligence on the set, yeah. And you had people leaving the day of the yeah. shooting because there was there stuff been... going on. Yeah. People were concerned, and there it was ignored. He was, as a producer of that movie, he was cutting corners. Yeah. I, I don't understand why she does like, that. Like, I wanted to Google. Wouldn't you kill Casey if for some reason you got in, like, something, something, and Casey just types on and on? Oh, well, you'd never. I know it, but yeah. I mean, that's what you say, but you yeah. just never know how people come to people's defense out of love. Well, I was It thinking, just feels flat. I was thinking about when I was watching um, the last movie stars about Paul Newman and, and Joan Woodward, the... They showed, they spent some time on Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kids. Oh, I love that. And I thought, I wonder how many armorers worked on that movie. Because there were so many guns. Yeah, the yeah. gunfire and the gunshots. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought that would be, you know, an uh, interesting thing. That um, That's even in your mind now. Yeah. Yeah. Since, you know, that, oh, those I, those I, two fell in love on it, didn't they? Robert Redford they and Paul They didn't know Palmer. each other before that movie. And yes, they became very, oh. very good friends. And there's a funny story where... Um, when Paul Newman got into racing, Robert Redford sent him like a a wreck of a Porsche and had it delivered to his house in Westport, Connecticut. And they never talked about it. And the uh-huh. next year, Robert or Robert Newman. Redford received a molten, like big stone thing of the Porsche that he'd he melted, melted down. down. And then the next year, Robert Redford had it flattened and sent back to Paul Newman. <laughs> and they never, ever talked about this thing. And now Robert Redford can't recollect what happened after that third year. Right. But yeah, they did have a great do friendship. They, do they interview Robert Redford for this? He's he's one of the people Paul Newman interviewed. Okay. Destroyed the tape, but there's a transcript okay. and somebody else reads the Robert Someone Redford part. Okay. Okay, one last one. Uh, Joy Behar, uh, it was interviewed um, talking about, um, you know, her time on The View. And she just said... Um, she said, when they served me my walking papers in 2013, I was glad. I was sick of the show. In fact, I remembered I offered I'll leave today. <laughs> and Elizabeth Hasselbeck was in tears. It's funny mm-hmm. how when you work with the wrong people, you don't give a crap and you want out. Yeah. Yeah, you're just done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, And she I was gone that. for two years, and then she went back, and yeah. she had her show on Agent. She said, I was so sick of the show. For some reason, I don't even remember why I was sick about it. And um, it was the mix of people. I, I think, think it was. It, it's exhausting to work with someone that's exhausting. Depending, and it could be anybody. It was Elizabeth and, Hasselbeck and at I, that Bar- time. And Barbara Walters was still on. Yeah, and she was. She was sliding a little bit. She was she super was, cranky the last yeah, couple she years. Was. She was on the so air. that would be exhausting. Yeah. And I think the other thing is, um, by the way, Elizabeth Hasselbeck is going to be coming back as a guest host. Oh, how annoying! And according to Josh, we are to pray for her. <laughs> oh, yeah, she annoying. said, "Pray for me." So, All right. yeah, we'll pray for everybody else too, Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. This is Lori and Joy on my talk.